are continuing with our series we are calling Dynamics for Living, and its purpose is to address the many fundamental teachings and beliefs that make unity unique, and in this series we can speak with added depth to them. More than a few, I am aware, have elected uh, to uh, collect, as it were, uh, the entire series on CD, and you know, you know this pleases me, because uh, within my confessed prejudice, the more we can eradicate untruths about the nature of God uh, and consequently uh, build in the truth about the nature of man and woman uh, and firmly implant this within consciousness, the understanding of the one God source energy that flows through us, whatever we choose to call it, that with thought and word we exercise our executive power and in that process we create our own realities. The more we can then be aware and fully conscious uh, and being a cooperative component within this process, the resulting things, events, and circumstances within our life will more please us and bring us joy. I believe and I think it's important to remember that there is a logic behind how everything works. There is nothing by happenstance. There is nothing that ever finds its way into our life based on luck, accident, or chance. And perhaps now I realize taking cold to Newcastle here, there isn't a capricious deity who even possesses the capacity to vacillate between love and hate. Uh, then we ask, well then, what is there? Well, our word vocabularies fail us. If I say the word God, I run the risk of this awakening all kinds of latent feelings, beliefs, and definitions that are just not true and never have been. And in this regard, let me tell you how you can tell if, as you ever hear the word God uh, spoken, and you feel anything other than loving support and acceptance, you have a buried belief definition somewhere that is a total falsehood. So then, what is there? If not an anthropomorphic and capricious deity, then an ever-stable and consistent energy. It is source, it is first cause, and its nature can be best described within the word that we use called love. In this, our third lesson, as we approach unity's understanding of prosperity, it continues to be imperative that we build our understanding upon and within a sound logic a logic that, that conceivably cuts through all the hitherto stuff that we may have allowed to cast doubt upon what I call the inescapable conclusion that should we desire more abundance or prosperity in our lives, however that means or translates to you, there is a divine principle that is supportive of this happening. And this divine principle, once activated and made firm within consciousness and not diverted by overt fears or unforgivenesses, it cannot be thwarted or sidetracked by anyone or anything. It is based on principle and law. Co-founder of Unity, Charles Fillmore, is quoted to have said, it is perfectly logical to assume that a wise and competent creator would provide the needs of his creatures 
you're a creature, in their various stages of growth. The supply would be given as required as necessary effort is made to appropriate it. Temporal needs would be met by temporal things. And then, Mr. Fillmore said, what we need to realize above all else is that God has provided for the most minute needs of daily life. And if we lack anything, it is because we have not used our mind in making the right point of contact with the supermind. That was his phraseology for, for God. And the cosmic ray that automatically flows from it. Interesting language. Many years ago, of course, when he wrote this, cosmic ray that is automatically flowing. Now, said today within my understanding and vocabulary, Fillmore is talking about the sustaining current of God's source energy that is continually flowing to us, through us, and as us. What then is our part in this ongoing, and let me add the word eternal, to the word process here. Well, it is ours to give definition and direction to this energy. Or said another way, we modulate this flow of energy. How? Through dream and desire and plan. How? We use the tools of thought and word. Modulated correctly, this energy, it starts the process of manifest prosperity, finding its way into our lives, Modulated not so correctly, it starts the process of less than desirable things finding their way into our lives. We get to choose. And all choice is okay, because if the outcome isn't to our liking, guess what? We can choose again, and there is no record kept on how many times we choose and choose and choose and choose. Remember the how of how all this works isn't in our purview, just the why, which is the understanding of our part in the inescapable process of being the creators of our own reality, and we call it our lives. Ours is to see the importance, then, of keeping our part in modulating this flowing energy, I like the word, this cosmic ray, with thought and word that reflect what we really want to do, be, and have within our lives. The why, or the why it works, reminds us to be watchful and to not let our part in the process be consumed or, what can we say, adulterated with a focus of thought or word that is either overtly concerned with how in the world this is going to work in my life? It hasn't happened to any of my family. Look at the world, look at the population, look at the prosperity, look at the income, look at the economy, and stirring around in that, or with a focus on things that are within our purview to know of how the law can work within our being and within our life. At the expense of overstating, a point that I believe to be important. Let's again be reminded. Let's again remember that the God principle of which we speak isn't restricted to anything that appears to us to be a limitation. We are talking about not only what can be thought of as infinite intelligence, but infinite power. 
that is an of itself expanding and proliferating. That being true, we then add to the mix the definition we are, we are, we are giving to this infinite intelligence, this infinite energy, as we modulate it as it flows through us with word and thought. For you know, this is our job description. We are here to dream and plan and desire and reach for more and more things and moments to experience. That is what we are here to do and we each get to make the call as to how that will manifest within our lives. So we are talking about our living in an abundant universe and reinforcing that we are each the chief executive officer of whether or not we, with thought and word, will align our energies so as to bring forth evidence of this abundance, or we will align our energies with thought and word that will produce a hodgepodge of inconsistencies. Remember, we cannot step away from this God energy flowing through us, the cosmic ray energy that sustains our very existence. We cannot disengage ourselves from it and opt out. All we can do is give it direction. And no matter who we are, no matter what we believe or subscribe to, whether or not we have joined or not joined, read or not read, participated or not participated, uh, our CEO responsibilities are being in, played in play 24-7. And we are either doing this consciously as it speaks to a more correct understanding now of the whys behind the things in our life and reinforcing that the how this all works isn't in our pay grade responsibility. That belongs to the infinite essence of pure being. In our process, let's again be aware that no matter what the eternal truth is that speaks to us of abundance and our worthiness to participate and enjoy. It is consciousness that is our clearinghouse that allows or diminishes the flow of the kingdom into our lives as abundant prosperity in any way of our choosing. The more we keep our focus clear and consistent, meaning our self-talk that we always are participating in, meeting our conversations with others, meaning the outer issues in life that grab our attention and seem to consume our time, the more the outcome then will also be clear and consistent within the God idea of supply and prosperity. Why? It's all energy. Everything we see is energy and expression. Consistency and focus then is our gift into the process of placing upon this ever-flowing essence of God energy through us uh, that will allow us to, throughout our whole life, be it inwardly or outwardly, be singing from the same hymnal of purpose and realization as to how we are interfacing with this energy that moves through us. Said another way, we cannot just set aside a moment of prayer where we entertain these truths and where we speak positive affirmations only to then move upon the rest of the day uh, to what, as we would say, uh, you know, business as usual, self-talk as usual, conversations as usual. The process of alignment with the greater abundance of the kingdom is an aspect of prayer that while often begins with a dear God, 
and ends with an amen is nevertheless a coefficient of all thought and word, meaning we are always modulating the energy of spirit that flows through us, to us, as us. We are always in prayer. So as concerns prosperity, what are we praying for? Are we consistent or sloppy in expectation, thought, and word? I have said more than once that if we are experiencing challenges in demonstrating the abundance of the kingdom in our lives, the challenge doesn't exist within God, within the universe. It exists within our consciousness, which is an ongoing snapshot of where we are in belief and in what reinforces our belief through thought and through word. What is money? Think of it as something other than an indicator or a scorekeeper of where consciousness is focused, and then it is given a level of importance that muddies the process. Unity's understanding of the abundant universe isn't first about money. It is about the foundation upon which whatever we desire, whatever we dream, whatever we plan, upon which it can rest and which it can flower. Money is but a symbol and a scorekeeper of where we are in consciousness. In a prosperity class series I have given in the past, so as to reinforce this importance, one thing I did at the beginning of the class was give everyone a crisp brand new dollar bill and have as their assignment to somehow release it into the universe uh, uh, and where it might be found by someone they didn't know. You know, it wouldn't work to drop it in front of your son. That's not what the process is. Uh, or, I said, by burning it, or in some other way, innovatively letting it go. As the assignment was being given, I would take one of the dollar bills, and with great aplomb, I would begin to tear it into small little pieces, almost always accompanied by a gasp from those in the class. You know, what is he doing with that dollar bill? I could use that in another way. Well, we of course unfolded that idea throughout the class. But it's an important thing to remember. You see, it isn't about money as such. It is always about consciousness and the understanding of, remember now, never not the hows of the workings of the law, but the whys that always includes us and the input our consciousness is always giving. Saying that, money is integral to the understanding of the abundant universe. For in our present society, so much is based upon it. It isn't bad. It isn't worse. It is just a scorekeeper and a necessary one. Start thinking of it as that, and you will more quickly get to the consciousness behind it that allows the scorekeeper evidence to proliferate. Your assignment, who? Your assignment for your next sept, step in accepting and enjoying more of the abundance of the kingdom. Be vigilant that what will be the new wine isn't being integrated into old wineskins. A new and purposeful focus upon which the kingdom will rest, the kingdom of abundance, is vitally important. The thoughts and even some relationships that have fed the old conscience. What I want to see happening 
what I want to have you experience, and that is a, 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 a paradigm shift in allowing yourself to be more receptive to the abundant universe. Remember, the how this will happen, don't get stuck in that. That's not your job. Your job is the why. Abundance knows not the meaning of lack or shortage. And then be open, receptive, expectant of the hows to take place in ways that you may not even be able to dream could happen. I have not seen nor ear heard the good, the abundance, the everything that is wonderful that God, the kingdom, has for you. For you are that kingdom. It's not out there. You are it. You are the CEO of the manifestation of that truth in your life. 